With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Corey Davis. Wide open. Davis still going. And he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is episode 1000 of Play Like a Jet. Incredible. I'm so grateful to everybody who has listened over the years and helped us get to this point. And so it is fitting, of course, to be joined on this episode by the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley, part two of the mailbag. So... Let's jump right back in. Next question comes in from JP Waxer. He says, don't you think the Jets brain trust is a patient and prepared bunch? Look how they've handled everything so far. I can't see them reaching for need when a beast at another position is available. I think they know it's going to take a few years to get it right seriously. What do you think? Also, how late in the preseason can the Jets realistically cut players like Lewis Van Roten, Fant, or even Crowder or Griffin without being complete jerks and hanging them out to dry? In other words, at a time when it's not too late for them to find another job. So let's start with the first part of this. Yeah, obviously they're a patient bunch. And I do agree with you that I don't think they're going to reach for need, but I do think that if it's something where it's close and there's a position that they feel that they need as opposed to one that they don't, then they're going to go with the position that they need. But if it's not close, yeah. So for instance, if there's somebody like JOK on the board and like the fifth or sixth rated cornerback on their board, they'll probably go with JOK. 
But if it's a choice between JOK and one of the elite cornerbacks, then I would think they would go with an elite cornerback. Same thing with the offensive lineman. But I agree in general that that's probably the way that they're going to lean, that they're going to go for the guy that's the best player within reason, and that would be a fit for what they're looking to do. And then as far as how late in the preseason they can realistically cut players, we saw David Harris get cut late. And I know that teams want to do right by guys, but sometimes things just happen. That's the way that the NFL is. It's a business. I would hope that they wouldn't cut Jamison Crowder. I would think the only way that happens is if, say, they were able to get a guy like Elijah Moore and he just dazzled in camp and they felt like they could get a lot out of him year one in the slot and they could just move on from Crowder. As far as the other guys, it could happen late, but it could also just be a situation where they're waiting to see what they get in the draft and right after the draft, and then they can move on from somebody like Lewis. Van Roten is less likely to be moved on from, but it could happen if they do well in the draft, but he's cheap. So if they want somebody with experience at guard, it's not the worst thing in the world to keep him around. I doubt that Fant gets released. I expect him to be the starter this year, and then maybe they move on from him in 2022. So that would be my answer there. I think that they're going to try to make these moves as early as they can, but sometimes stuff just happens and moves get made late. And I do think they're a patient bunch who is going to mostly go for talent over need. Yeah, so the idea with talent over need, you, you also have to factor this in because we talk about this all the time with the best player available. It's not just uh, best player available versus need. It's also you have to add in the factor of, of the value. So, yes, they'd be more likely to pass on a top-notch running back to get somebody who's rated a little bit lower at an offensive line or at edge or corner, you know, one of the value positions. It's the same reason why quarter quarterbacks go high all the time. Quarterbacks, the most valuable position. So that has to be factored in as well. Um, maybe you're not take, technically taking the best player available, but you're comparing a running back with a grade of an 87 versus a right tackle ver- with a grade of an 85. The 87's higher graded, the value of that position at the tackle is much higher. So then I think that they go with the 85 in that spot. Um, So I, you have to factor all of those things in as well. Um, As far as where it comes to, this is a case by case situation because Alex Lewis, when are you going to cut him? Whenever you cut him. Uh, And especially because, no matter what they do in the draft, there's still this it still isn't going to be like a completely set and deep offensive line. Alex Smith is still going to have a chance to at least play uh, to show that hey, I could prove be some depth on here. It'd be expensive depth, and they probably wouldn't want to keep that depth. But he would. There's there's not a lot of depth there, so I would expect him to stay around. You know they. Maybe it's just in case of an injury, then they would keep him until like later to the last uh, part. But if they were to go ahead and, you know, draft an Elijah Moore or Amon St. Brown or Amari Rogers or somebody that would fit in that slot, <clears throat> Jamison Crowder, Jamison Crowder is a player that you would have to release earlier in that process to avoid the label. Um, obviously they can, wait until the very last second. There's nothing that stops them from doing it. 
But to avoid that label, Jamison Crowder would have to be let go a little earlier in the process. Um, it, it probably after that first week of training camp, you you, you have to uh, hold on to Jamison Crowder to avoid that label. But again, I, and Alex Lewis, I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh man, that w- really wasn't fair to do to Alex Lewis. <laughs> and again, he's this depth spot. There's there's need for him to be competing there, even if they don't want to do it if they have an injury in training camp or something. So I would think something like that, he would be more likely to be a later cut. Uh, but yeah, if, if after the first week of training camp, Jamison Crowder is still here, I think Jamison Crowder will play out the season. Um, and again, they, maybe that changes if they draft one of these slot guys and they want to wait and see and make sure they feel comfortable with him. But I still think it would be, much more likely with Crowder. With the other guys, I think, uh, and I agree with you about Fant. I don't think Fant is going anywhere. Even if they were to draft a right tackle and they want to start him, I think for this year, especially with we saw Becton have those injuries popping up a lot throughout the year, I think they would be willing to bite the bullet on uh, keeping Fant around as like an expensive swing tackle that could that could fill in in other spots there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. <laughs> Next question comes in from John Paschal. He says, if each quarterback prospect was a different style of pizza, what would they be? Wow, that's funny. I like that question. Okay, so I'll say that Trevor Lawrence would be your classic cheese slice because you know that 
The odds of going wrong are very, very slim. The odds of satisfaction are high. You may not necessarily have the highest ceiling for satisfaction, but you know that the odds of you being disappointed are infinitesimal. So that's what I would say Trevor Lawrence is. Justin Fields and Trey Lance and Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Hmm. I would say that Mac Jones is probably a slice of pizza from like an okay pizza place. You know that you'll enjoy it, but you're not so sure that it's going to be the greatest slice of pizza that you've ever had. It's not going to compare to your favorite spots. But if you're in a local area in New Jersey or New York, you eat the slice of pizza and you'll be happy. It's good. It's just not great. Trey Lance, I would say, is one of those shoot for the moon specialty types of slices, right? So you go into a pizza place and you order a chicken parm slice. There's a good chance that you are going to absolutely love that slice, but if it's not cooked well or it's not prepared right, just like it is with a lot of specialty slices, you could be very, very disappointed. So that's what I would say Trey Lance is. Justin Fields. I would say Justin Fields is probably like a buffalo chicken slice. There's a very high chance that you're going to be satisfied the question is, how satisfied are you going to be? Because I've never had a bad buffalo chicken slice, but there are times where you have buffalo chicken slices that aren't as good as you expected. They don't hit their ceiling, so to speak. So I think that might be what Justin Fields ends up being. And I would say that Zach Wilson is probably a pepperoni pizza. It's possible that he could be even better than that classic cheese slice. It's also possible that the pepperonis aren't fresh and maybe it's not going to be as good as that classic cheese slice, but the potential for that slice to be bad is not that high and the potential for the slice to be good is pretty high. So I guess that's how I would rank it. It's a weird question and I had to think on my feet on that one. Very tough to do when you're talking about comparing prospects to pizza slices, but I guess that's what I would say. I would say that Trevor Lawrence is your classic cheese slice. Zach Wilson is a pepperoni slice. Justin Fields is a buffalo chicken slice. Trey Lance is a more exotic type of specialty, maybe a chicken parm slice. And Mac Jones is a regular slice, but from a so-so pizza place that's not top of the line. Chris, what do you think? All right, so first I'm going to start here by uh, saying I have found a new uh, pizza place to put at the top of the list here mm. of, of our of pizza places. It's called Very Big Deal Pizza. <laughs> okay. So it's not a real pizza place. But I have since learned to make my own pizza at home, and it is really good. It's I, I can make, like, damn good, amazing pizza at home, and I'm still working on it and tweaking it uh, to, you know, play around with it and get make it better and better um but so i'll start here i we we have a lot of same choices but uh for different uh i put them to different people i i put i gave trevor lawrence a pepperoni pizza basically the same exact reason that you did for uh the cheese pizza but i just went ahead and decided I'm gonna throw in some pepperoni on that because because trevor lawrence is a little bit better than just a plain pizza but everything about it you're right. I'm I'm with you on. Uh, I gave uh, Zach Wilson. I'm going with a buffalo chicken pizza there. You said you've never had a bad buffalo chicken pizza. I have absolutely had bad buffalo chicken pizza before. <laughs> I have had horrible buffalo chicken pizza. That's not playing into why I'm saying this. I just wanted to throw that out there. A, a good buffalo chicken pizza 
man, that's that's a fun good pizza. That mm-hmm. that that pizza, if if that if the buffalo chicken pizza is hitting right, that's a good fun sliced pizza. Absolutely, I'm all for that. For Fields, I'm going with the chicken bacon ranch pizza. Sneaky pizza. I never really hear anybody talk about it. It deserves to be talked about a lot more than it has been talked about. It's a damn good pizza. It'll satisfy you, and it'll. It's just different enough to be like, yeah, this this is not just a regular plain slice of pizza. It feels a little different, but man, is this good? And people aren't talking about how good this is, and how good it has been at reliably for years. Great, great pizza with Mac Jones. I'm, I'm going to say this, but again, remember my uh, my past takes on Domino's pizza. It's not quite pizza, and there's the 2021. I'm not looking for Mac Jones. If I'm looking to take a, a quarterback, I'm not looking for Mac jo- uh, Mac Jones type style. I'm not looking for anything to do with it. But if I'm in a pinch and I – that's the best I can do. All right, I think I I think you can do a lot worse. Um, so that and again, I do like Domino's pizza, and I just don't really consider it pizza. That's not what I'm looking for with my pizza. So I will go with Mac Jones as Domino's pick there. And then for Trey Lance, I'm gonna give him the very big deal pizza treatment because I'm I've just started. I've made like three pizzas so far, and again, they're really good. Like. There's definitely pizza places that make better pizza, but there's definitely places that make worse pizza than than the pizza I make now. I'm still tweaking things. I'm still trying to learn exactly the best. <laughs> a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that. Need needs a little more seasoning. Needs to you know try a few things out. I need to get a little creative with pushing boundaries here. But at the end of the day, I think that my very big deal pizza is going to be able to make me as happy as anybody else, any other type of pizza. And uh, I, that I think that has the highest ceiling there. Next question comes in from CC seven. He says, we keep hearing about Zach Wilson and his cupcake schedule. Can you give examples of other highly rated QBs that were drafted and had that same stigma and how they did at the NFL level? The only one I can think of is Carson Wentz. There's a lot of guys. Joe Flacco went to Delaware and he did pretty well in the NFL. The one that Chris and I always talk about is Steve McNair. He went to Alcorn state and had a really nice NFL career. Phil Sims went to Moorhead state. Ken O'Brien, UC Davis, Ben Roethlisberger, Miami of Ohio, Jimmy Garoppolo went to Eastern Illinois, Doug Williams went to Grambling, Kurt Warner played at Northern Iowa, Tony Romo, Eastern Illinois. I know those are guys that weren't drafted very high, but you get the point. Steve Young obviously was a big success out of BYU. So I don't really care that much about the level of competition. I know that it matters somewhat. But I think people make too much out of it. What you really have to look at is what were the traits? What was this guy doing given the particular situation? So in the case of Zach Wilson, if he's making tight window throws, he's making tight window throws. If he's throwing perfect back shoulder fades, he's throwing perfect back shoulder fades. 
there's a variety of different things that you can see on tape that you can evaluate and say, okay, this is going to translate or this isn't going to translate. And it goes both ways because we've talked about this. Wilson was playing mostly with guys that are not going to be top-notch NFL caliber players. And then you have guys like Trevor Lawrence who are playing with ETN and much higher caliber players on that offense. Same thing with Justin Fields. Trey Lance would be more in the Zach Wilson category where he was playing with guys that largely won't be going in the NFL. So even though they weren't playing against top flight competition, they weren't playing with top flight talent either. So you balance that out. So I don't make that much out of the cupcake schedule critique. Yes, the level of competition does matter to an extent, but I think it gets overplayed a lot. Yeah, it gets play overplayed a ton. Because even, look, even when we're talking about Clemson and Alabama, like eight of the games on their schedules are cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Like these, these teams only play like, even the best teams only play like three or four really good teams until they get to the playoffs. Uh, like the Big Ten schedule is For Ohio State, it's a bunch of cupcakes. Like, uh, I know Northwestern and Indiana were pretty good this year, but like, there's usually it's like a Michigan State or Wisconsin or Penn State that are good enough to go like nine and zero in the Big Ten, and then they get smacked around by Ohio State and then lose their, uh, get blown out in a bowl game. Like, none of these teams and none of these players at any of these schools are playing just like an absolute gauntlet of a schedule. Um, and then uh, like, so there he's playing against lesser competition at BYU, but he also has lesser help with him at BYU. Now his offensive line was like 25 year old grown men that no one could get close to him, but his receivers were also like, one of the worst collections of receivers we've ever seen. So this stuff all balances out. And then even, you know, you can even look at someone like Lamar Jackson went to Louisville. Louisville's not playing a bunch of great players. They play, uh, you know, Miami. Uh, They might play Clemson every other year. They might play a Notre Dame every once in a while, but there's not a lot on that schedule, man. They're playing a lot of Cincinnati's like, so there's way too much uh, put into this. And again, there's plenty of quarterbacks. Uh, we went through that list. I mean, <clears throat> that come out and even like you go back to, uh, you know, the Peyton Manning came out in Tennessee and there's SEC. The SEC was the SEC then. Um there's it's too much none of these teams are playing anything resembling an nfl schedule anything even close so even mac jones is going to have a huge huge difference the defenses he is facing are going or is going to face is going to be nothing like what he saw in college so i i just think there's way too much put into this it's almost something that needs to be completely ignored especially because we have seen and again I'll I'll go back to Patrick Mahomes and Texas Tech like Texas Tech is not playing who is Texas what defense is Texas Tech playing I know they're playing in the Big 12 they're playing more big name schools but then the Big 12's defense has been a joke for a decade plus um so I just and people always want to look and this is part of what makes uh, quarterback evaluation so difficult 
and, and we looked for Nick's to start picking. And the, the truth is, whatever Nick I decide to pick at Zach Wilson, I could also pick at Justin Fields. I could also pick at Trevor Lawrence, and I could also pick at Trey Lance. Like, they all have little things we can pick at, and we choose to pick at it on one guy and choose to ignore it on another guy. But we'll pick at something else on that guy we ignored that from. It's just weird stuff, and none of us, again, none of us really know what we're doing here, and we look for definitive things that aren't definitive. That's going to wrap up part two of the mailbag and episode 1000 of Play Like a Jet. Thank you so much for helping us to get to this point. Looking forward to getting all the way to episode number 2000. That'll be our next milestone. In the meantime, check out Chris's very big deal work at JetsInsider.com and follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider. And check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com. Steve Ballou wrote a great piece on why same old Jets is a tired trope and people need to stop using it. John Grella's got a great Dakota Ring column talking about what Joe Douglas and company really meant during that presser the other day. Tommy Griffin-Krantz has an in-depth look at all of the players that the Jets have spoken to multiple times as per the report of our friend Nick Spano over at U Stadium. So, so much content there and a ton of content on our YouTube channel as well. Luke Grant is breaking down prospects. He's got a couple up there right now. Aziz Ojolari, the edge rusher out of Georgia. Kendrick Green, the interior offensive lineman from Illinois. Great fit for the zone blocking scheme. Luke explains why and shows you with all 22 clips. Plus, Kayla Pace has her latest commentary, Pace's playbook up there. Constant updates on our channel, so make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And make sure you give us a five-star review on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.